Welcome to Tradition Out the Door with your host, Lady Taylor. Here, Lady Taylor will discuss lifestyle traditions. Should we keep them or should we kick them out the door? Let's discuss what traditions have changed in your lifestyle. Like and subscribe to this podcast. Lady Taylor, you ready? All right, let's go. You already know. Thank you, MJ. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lady Taylor. Hello. Welcome back to Tradition at the Door. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to my podcast, Tradition at the Door. I'm your girl. I'm your host. I'm your everything. Lady Taylor, hello. So if you tuned in last week, you know we talked about them benefits at the perfect job, right? So I also mentioned how I had three C-sections, right? I was like, oh, that's a whole nother episode. Well, that's this episode because we finna get into it, okay? Okay, so if y'all follow me on social media, that's Instagram, Facebook. And if you're in my private group, Tradition at the Door, you know I have a saying that, that I say. If you know, you know, right? So if you know, you know. I'm about to share a little bit about me because this is what you gonna know so when I do say if you know you know you gonna know but you only gonna know this portion of what you what you know okay so everything else I said you may have to go go back listen to some on my podcast so you can know catch up with your girl okay okay so your girl got three kids okay she got two teenage boys and I have one toddler right so that's three c-sections let me tell y'all how it all started okay not like that, okay? Y'all, no. Not like that, okay? So I'm gonna tell y'all how it all started with my C-sections, okay? My first C-section, right? So I'm I'm going to the hospital and, um, well, let me tell y'all, let's go back because y'all women, y'all know, y'all had them uh, birth um, stories to tell, okay? So we need to tell them to somebody, okay? If you know, you know. So I'm home. I just feel like I have to boo-boo, right? So I'm like, oh, I got a boo-boo, you know? I'm like, boo. I'm not really saying it, but I'm going back and forth to the bathroom, like watching the movie. I'm laying, I'm like cuddled, like in a cuddle position on the couch watching TV. This one, we were standing in, in um the gardens. Are, it's called the gardens now, but back then it's called the woods. So, so it's gonna always going to be the woods. But when I say the woods and the gardens, that's just a city, y'all, okay? You know, that's all a nickname for a city. I'm not going to tell y'all what city, but y'all know. If you know, you know, you know, you know. So it's time, y'all. I'm in the hospital. I'm going back and forth to the bathroom. The nurse come and checking me. I'm going back and forth to the bathroom. Like I'm taking the whole IV little thing. Y'all know them th- them pose and you just grab the back of your gown, close it up in the back and you go to the uh toilet and you I'm I'm pulling everything with me. I'm like I got it got to come out cuz this 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 poop got to come out cuz that's what I thought it was. I thought the poop was trying to come out, but the poop didn't come out, y'all. Okay, you following me? So the nurse come in, right? The nurse come in. She's checking now. She's saying it's all the baby fine, the baby fine, everything fine, you know. I'm thinking everything fine. I don't know. I got a poop. That's all I'm thinking about. So my doctor not there. Let me mind you, my doctor not there. You know, so I'm, 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 cause my baby wasn't supposed to be coming right now. You know, you just traditionally can't tell. You know, we have these set times and set uh, dates when we want a child to come out. But them childs come out when they want to come out in the time that they supposed to come out. So this baby wasn't waiting for no doctor to come all the way from out of town to deliver this baby, okay? Because my doctor was famous, okay? I got a famous doctor, okay? Y'all, if you know, you know, okay? Yeah. So I had to go to another doctor. So I guess now looking looking back when people tell me stuff now oh people make money off of c-sections and stuff okay well they made some tons of money off of me off this belly okay and i don't mm, it's i can talk about it now but let's go back so he comes in and he's like trying to feel the baby head he's like mind you his hand is up my vajayjay yeah it's up there right so he's like bloop, 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 touching and feeling whatever 
and um he goes because i'm ready to push because at this point i'm i'm about to push all everybody in there we about to push we about to push but he's like he, the doctor come late i don't know why the doctor come so late or why he came so late well maybe he was home and you know like this was unexpected i wasn't supposed to be having the baby so they had to call him up hey you know what we have a baby we need to deliver so he's sitting there having coffee and tea with his wife and kids or whoever maybe he had a bar i don't know what a man was at but he came to deliver my baby so I have to have a C-section because he's like, oh, you know what? The baby butt is right here. They call that breach. So the baby's breached, you guys. Breached meaning the baby head is not coming down. And the baby head has to come down first. The baby can't come down with the feet or the baby can't come down with the arm. The butt, the butt, the baby was twisted. So when after it happened so fast, y'all, I had a C-section, okay? They cut me open, whatever, whatever. Uh, hip to hip. Cut you open, pull the baby out, the baby heel. Wine. That's my first C-section, y'all. It it just happened, okay? It happened. It was nothing I could do. You only trust the doctors. This is what it is. We trust the doctors, right? Traditionally, you trust people who have those titles. They went to school for this. You don't think, oh, they're scamming me or they want to just have a C-section or I don't know. Somebody said that they could have twist the baby. I don't know. Hey, what happened? It is what it is. I can't control the past, but it happened. Second baby. Okay, check. First baby, first C-section went good. Okay, it went smooth. You know, I didn't want to get cut. You know, I'm young and whatever, whatever. I can heal real good. Second baby comes. We in the hospital. We in the hospital. We know the date. This easy because now I know what to expect, you know? So the first baby, you don't do too much researching. People just telling you stuff, right? People telling you stuff. Second baby, you still don't do no, I'm just people just telling you stuff, right? Because I don't like to do research and it, it worries me because then it makes the whole process even harder, right? So I'm sitting there, we having the next baby because you got a date. When you have a C-section, they give you a date. This is the date they want to take the baby or have the, the surgery before the baby comes out. So the, the baby here, because, you know, the process, I know, I know what to expect. I'm prepared. They prepared me for this delivery, right? Okay, so we about to have a third baby. Here go the third baby, y'all. I'm on a third baby. I'm about to have a C-section. But remind you, they prepare you for, you know, delivery because you're going to have a C-section. A C-section is a surgery where they cut cut you open from hip to hip, okay? Right above the vajayjay, okay? So, you about to have a baby. But in this this third baby, this baby wanted to come when this baby wanted to come, okay? They had, a, they had the date that they wanted my baby to come, which was supposed to be Valentine's Day. But she didn't want to come on Valentine's Day, y'all. She came when she was ready. So she came, Daisy, baby Daisy came two days, three days before that baby, before that due date. Let me tell y'all what happened, right? So before she actually came, which is on the 12th, okay? She came on the 12th. That's when I had Daisy, okay? So prior, a week before, she, I went into the hospital because she was trying to come before the date that, that, that they actually was like, uh-uh, we, gotta, we have to have this, the baby trying to come now. It was a week or maybe two or three days before. Probably a day wasn't a whole week. Probably like a few days before I went to the hospital, right? I went to the hospital, right? So they was like, oh, we're going to give you this medicine. I guess to calm the baby. I don't know what they, they gave me something because they was like, uh, oh, it's too early. We're not going to have a baby. Let me tell y'all, they sent me home, right? They gave me some medicine. They sent me home. So I get home and, you know, like I said, that medicine only worked for a little period of time i guess they give you a couple of days it give you a couple of days for them to whatever the baby ain't coming today that's all they didn't want to live no baby today okay so she wanted to come when she wanted to come 
So she was coming down. So they was like, okay, we have to have this C-section. So they prepared the C-section and um, she she was born. But let me tell you all the process of the C-section because it gets scary, right? So they take you in this room. Now, mind you, I'm prepared. I done had two C-sections, but this one was a little different, okay? So I'm sitting there on the table. I'm ready because, you know, when you get the epidural, you know you can't move. That thing can paralyze you now if you move a certain way. So, you know, you already scared and shaky. Not even shaky, but you already like, I can't move, I can't move, I can't move. And then you got you to gotta, um, you gotta cuddle over like, hug the pillow while they doing it so you you don't want them to mess up you don't want them to mess up right so you already just still right so i'm still and i'm like sitting there and the lady goes to put the thing in my back you know i can somewhat feel what's going on but it ain't no bad feeling but i know it's like a real like a it's it's a feeling that only you can understand if you had a c-section because if anything going slowly next, like going through something, like I can feel it now, y'all, it's so scary, right? So something that's going through something, and you can actually, uh, it's like almost like something's touching a nerve, but it's not really. So at this point, something touching, I'm not moving, y'all, but she's pushing the needle in my back or whatever they pushing in my back. My leg just jumps. My leg, my right leg just started jumping on its own. I'm not moving. I'm I'm so still. I'm looking at my leg like, why? I'm trying to tell my brain, stop. Like, But it's out of my control because I'm not doing that, right? So at this point, I'm like talking. I'm like, y'all need to stop my leg jumping. And like, because I'm still, it's like almost if you you know people that's paralyzed they don't they can't move but they can talk or they can you it's almost like that was me because i did not at this third c-section i don't did research now i don't i know what a c-section is i know i could have probably have pushed because somebody told me why you ain't pushed this point i i just went with what the expert said the doctor told me it's not good but other people telling me oh well, why they told you that it's not good your babies were like they almost 11 years apart these these are things we don't know so we trust the doctors and what they say like once again you know we trust them it's almost like saying tradition at the door because people with titles are abusing their titles and this stuff is getting worse because you have people like me that's not aware of certain scams and stuff which this is why scammers get away with a lot of stuff and which you can't it's impossible you know how people say educate yourself yeah I educate myself now after I experience it because people ain't gonna come out and tell you just out of the blue sharing a story like I'm sharing my story for somebody else you know somebody uh, somebody might be listening to this and have no kids but now they know but it's not to scare you out of having a child it's just to tell you my story because every experience is different but having the, a certain knowledge i feel like it's important you having the knowledge now you got upper hand you know what i mean because everybody don't just share their story they be sitting there saying oh no, i ain't finna tell nobody what i don't went through for what ain't you got a testimony didn't you didn't you rejoice yourself out of that situation so that you can tell that testimony you can tell that testimony that testimony that story that story tell it some young woman out there needs to hear your voice and especially if you like a community or group like it's small people got to hear this stuff on the outside or from a stranger versus people within can share they they, they life start you you so 
you so embarrassed. I'm sorry, I'm going off with this real quick. But you people be so embarrassed of their past that they can't educate another woman to to better her or not even better her, but give her the wisdom that you exp- you you out of it. Don't get out of it and be like, oh well, you know what? I'm so embarrassed of that. I done slept with so many. You ain't got to go in detail like that. You ain't got to tell people all your business like that. But some of the stuff is necessary. Like we need to know. Like you don't, you, you pray, you think about it and tell it and write it down of how if someone was to experience this, how would I tell it? That way you won't be too detailed and say something you did not want to share prepare yourself for moments where a young girl will come to you and 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 need that wisdom but you don't know how because you didn't prepare yourself for it prepare yourself for everything if you can we mean that you can't well let me say this you can't prepare yourself for everything but if you experience something write it down think about it because sometimes people can't people can't share their experience because they don't know how they got out or they're not out of it. So it's like they almost judging themselves. Don't you can't judge yourself. Nobody else can judge you. Once you stop judging yourself and feeling bad for your past, then you can be able to share with confidence like I did that. I've done that on your past. That's all. That's it. Me sharing my story on podcasts is me owning my past. I'm still struggling about certain stuff that I experienced in the past. And and that's okay. You can struggle, but you also, also can share parts of what's going on. I remember when I first got, like, at the perfect job, I'm going to go back. At the perfect job, when I first got fired people was coming to me and I wanted to just push block people out which is okay and people gonna tell you no you can't block yours it just all depends on you now if you if y'all know people and know that them people certain people are like suicidal or depressed in a way where they become suicidal or you know your peoples but if you know somebody say I just I just need time to think for myself like I need to figure what's going out because you don't need everybody in your head in your in your uh putting stuff in your mind of what to do what to say how it is you need to just back down get on your knees pray or whatever faith belief you have you need to dive in so I was diving in into my belief and my faith because people was coming to me saying, trying to put stuff in my head. They wanted information. It wasn't like they was coming in love. Now I know and I, I know good vibes, good energy. When you coming to me in love, genuinely concerned, it was, it was received. You get what I'm saying? Because you cannot force a process. You can't force a process that's happening. Like you can't stop it and be like, oh, what's happening? No, let, let's 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 continue this process. And you just be there genuinely in love while I walk through this thing. You walk with me. And when I begin to talk and understand, I'll begin to speak and you'll be there for me. You cannot rush somebody's process. And that's what I'm saying. Be careful of. And that's what things when things get blocked out because I don't need negative vibes while I'm processing things okay so they prepare me for the c-section right physically so I'm prepared you know I got a date oh I'm prepared but mentally I wasn't because I wasn't mentally prepared to be going through something I never experienced I I never experienced it mentally I've no one never talked about it and when I mean mentally it can be something that somebody taught me like oh I had this c-section and this happened to me so I wasn't mentally prepared for something to go bad or something to go wrong right 
So there are times when, like me, I can be prepared. I can prepare myself for something like physically, but um, mentally, when it hits hard, when something happens so fast, it like rushes you. Like things can rush your life and you like, darn, I thought I was prepared. You was prepared. So at that point, you know, when I had that C-section, something went wrong. I was prepared, but at that point, I it, it rushed me so fast that I can only hold on to my belief and my faith. You understand what I'm saying? So that my brain or my my um, so that I can catch up with what's going on physically with my body. It's like all happening at once. It's like something happened. Somebody get shot. Let's God forbid. Somebody get shot. They get shot in their leg. They feel it. But then it takes a process for that whole thing to affect your body. You understand what I'm saying? Follow me now. Some you get you okay. You get hit right okay you 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 break your toe right you felt that you you see you you see oh my toe i hit my toe but that pain don't start coming until after now you get what i'm saying so you have to hold on to something whatever you hold on to it has to be stronger than that pain my faith and my belief was stronger so i was holding on to something and when people come to me and ask me stuff it's not something i can completely process so i can't explain nothing to you i'm holding on to my faith my belief right now if you're not holding on with me i need you to exit left okay so genuinely i will block people out for my own good because people be rushing you with questions and asking you stuff and i know what was better for me they may not understand right now but i know what was better for me and with that being said people have to we have to be careful when we're rushing people, when they're going through their process, allow people to process things. It's okay to um like show you genuinely love somebody. That's fine. And they will feel it. It's it's a different feeling from you just trying to rush or you feel like you helping, but you really not. And that and that can be a that can be bad for the person that's going through the process. You understand? Just being there genuinely, and when they get out of that, they're gonna remember who was there genuinely. And, and they're going to be able to talk to you about it when they're ready because you're still there genuinely walking in love, doing what you always be doing. Not, oh, let me come like you got a problem. Oh, I know you was going to have a problem one day. No, because you gonna all people always going to have problems. You're going to have a challenge after challenge after challenge. Life is filled with challenges. It's how and what you do after you come through it. So here I go, right? I'm on the table, my leg jumping, right? I'm I'm in pain. I'm talking to the lady. I jumped up. I jump up. Period. Point blank. I'm out of that sir. I don't care who this baby gonna be something not not like that. Mm-mm. Y'all literally I jumped. Picture me getting I jumped so far up off that bed because they kept the lady gonna ask me where her at. Are you serious? You're the professional. You're the professional, okay? I didn't go to doctor school to say, um, yeah, you know what? You need to go past the left, uh, uh, what is the left spine? Make sure you go straight. I don't know. I just feel, I just feel my leg jumping and I'm trying to tell it to stop and it's not listening to me and I'm trying, you know, it's not. So I jumped up. The doctor comes in cause I'm looking at these people like I'm not having this baby. I'm not looking at them. I'm telling them I'm not having this baby. I'm holding, at this point, you know, I still got the pillow in my hand. I'm holding this pillow so tight. I'm like scared, y'all. I'm looking around scared out of my mind, okay? I'm like holding on to my faith, like, 
holding my face, but looking at these people, all of them, I don't know one familiar face in there. Cause you know, they don't let nobody that, you know, like your spouse or anybody in the room until, and it's not doing COVID. Okay. Y'all this is way before. So they don't let nobody in the room with you. Okay. They don't let nobody in the room with you. So you there by yourself, they doing what they doing, preparing for surgery. Okay. So I'm sitting there looking, I, I didn't lock eyes with not one person because I didn't know these people. So finally my doctor comes in, right? And she's like, what's going on? She can see the fear in my eyes. I locked eyes with that lady so quick. I said, I'm not having this baby. I'm shaking. And I was like, they trying to kill me. I said that I did. I, that's how I felt. You know, when you, if you ever had surgery and you know, that kind of pain, it's not a good pain. Okay. So she said, let him try again. I'm sitting here like, let him try again. So here I go. I know this baby got to come out. I know the baby got to come out. So I'm here. Here's the trust. I'm trusting somebody once again, you know, and I'm trusting her. And then she said, let him try again. She's there. She's holding my hand at this point. So they try again and, and they do it. I don't know what happened the first time. And okay, so I'm sitting there, they putting it in, whatever they like, lay back, can you feel anything? I'm like, no, but I can feel a little tugging or whatever, but it's fine. They pinch me real hard. I guess they pinch me. I feel it, but I don't. But I know they ask me, like, oh, you feel it, but I know they pushing down harder than, you know, whatever, to, to make sure I really don't feel it. So, y'all, I'm laying in the bed, right? I'm about to have a baby. So a guy walks in and says he's the anesthesiologist, which I think that's the word to pre- how to pronounce it. But it's the anesthesiologist. He walks in, right? And he says who he is. So I'm looking back at the lady who done, you know, done stuck me in the back. Who is she? In my mind, I'm processing, thinking this stuff. He's like, are you okay? I'm the anesthesiologist. And I'm like, you the, 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 the what? And I knew that that was the person that applies that was supposed to who that's the name of the person or that's the title the script i'm sorry y'all that's the name of the title of the person who applies the epidural and the epidural is the medicine that goes in your back when they stick that thing in your spinal so that you can be um numb from the waist down so that person walks in he asked me he hit tapping me on my shoulder i'm laying down i'm looking at him like what then the husband come in i'm i'm like all over the place y'all at this point my main concern was just having this baby y'all that was my main concern it was cray 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 crazy okay it was all over the place okay and people say oh you know what you can you can um get a lawyer and this and this and that people don't understand getting a lawyer and i'm gonna say this for for the young and the old whoever take it because at this point i'm not finna i'm not finna go backwards and be trying to you know get a lawyer we don't we not build our um told like you know you can get all this you can sue you can do this I'm not, I don't be out for revenge in that kind of way. You know, it would be nice to have a good check. You know, I don't know how my body going to be in the near future, whether my nerves going to be bad. You know, certain parts of me, I do feel like we're affected during that um, process, but I don't have the right resources of people really directing me the right direction of what I need to do when it comes to particular things um, physically that people do that's not lawful like you messed me up okay you messed me up like you were hitting nerves and we all know nerves are very important to the body okay I don't know what particular nerves were hit but as I go on in life it would all come out and you know they would connect the dots so at this point 
you know, invest in getting the right doctors or lawyers within your uh reach that you can have like this is something I can say now that I can work on for the future or tell my kids or have money emergency case lawyer fees monthly you should be paying them lawyer I don't know I'm learning about it now it makes me go into politics as I get older go into politics so that I'll be able to teach my kids or have the knowledge for my kids when they come to me and be like hey mom this happened I'll be like no problem do I got you no problem girl I got you you know what I mean because I have to take care of what's mine right I have to get if I go through an experience I take out what I need for the future you get what I'm saying some people go through experience be like yeah uh-uh if you're going through something that's going to help somebody in the future or it should help you so you can have the wisdom not to do it again or do it again or whatever okay I can share this story over and over and over again because it was an experience for me it was a big experience for me okay and that experience also connected with a lot of other experiences. Like, you know what I mean? So that physically did something to my body, you know? And I have to make sure that I keep up with my health. I mean, I can't stress what happened to an extent. Like, people be like, oh, soon. So I, like I said, that's 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 not something that I can sit and be stressed on every day. I only could keep, keep up with my body. I can only keep going forth, keep up with my body um, and get my doctor's appointments and noting down what's going on. But yeah, it did. It's going to take time for me to see how how it actually damaged my body or what it did to me mentally or physically. But something did happen there where you they did hit nerves. And I don't know what nerves they affected, but hopefully thinking positive, holding on to my, my faith and my belief that, you know, I just have to enjoy my journey, enjoy my life. If you know, like I said, if you follow me on my podcast and y'all y'all following my private group, Tradition at the Door, um, life is worth living. We have to live because we don't know the day or the hour. We don't know that. And, you know, people, it's people that don't gave birth and didn't survive. It's people that, you know, back in the day, you ain't need all these medicines. So there you go. Tradition at the door, been at the door. People look at my, my, my title and take it to, 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 to the, um, let's say and make it negative. It's not a negative thing. We all can dive in and my experience is not your experience. My tradition at the door would not be your tradition at the door. Tradition at the door, been out the door is is categories is steps every tradition at the door is not going to be thrown out like oh yeah she's saying she no don't look at what she's saying this is just me sharing my experience your tradition at the door may be something else learn how to look at people's story time or or people telling you a story excuse me y'all and don't look at it as like oh i'm comparing myself to her or she talking about me or this and this and that i'm living my life so if you sitting there worrying about if I'm talking about you, maybe I am and maybe I'm not. But at the end of the day, this is my life. And if you're connected to my life, yeah, I probably I might be t- talking about you because this is how I'm going to get out and teach somebody else a story or share my experience. It's mine. If you want to if you want to dive in, if you feel like something was about you, come on. Come talk to me. I'm going to put you on my podcast and we're going to dive in and, and it's going to get a little, people are going to be able to understand more then because it's two-sided. So if you feel like I'm talking about you, which I'm probably not, 
And I probably might be. Who cares? Who cares? Life is worth living. And all I'm doing is living my life. And that's it. Good vibes, good vibes, and good vibes. Okay? What happened to me happened, you know? And that's that. Y'all already know that's my time. I'm out. See y'all next week, Thursday, on Tradition at the Dome. If you would like to continue to catch this vibe, give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to Tradition at the Door on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or whatever podcast platform you are tuning into. Join Tradition at the Door private group on Facebook where we relax and dive in deeper on community topics relating to tradition. If you would like to support Tradition at the Door, follow us on Instagram at Tradition at the Door. Tradition at the Door is produced Written and hosted by me, your girl, Lady Taylor Hello. And you can find me on...